Here's a message from Ken Lavica. LeBron is a legend. LeBron is one of the greatest of all time. LeBron is a maker of dramatic moments. But good Lord, is that guy dramatic in and of itself as well. LeBron, we get it. You're a legend. Oh, you're exhausting. Coquel, hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. LeBron James, yes, he's the king, but he's also the king of drama. I mean, this guy cannot get enough of himself building up his story, building up his narrative. It's not enough to hit a game winner. There's always got to be a little extra to it. Oh, my eye got poked. I was seeing three rims. LeBron is just a soap opera at all times. Hashtag eye roll. Ken LaVica live. I am Ken LaVica. He is Coquel, and we're here for the next hour on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app, and on your smart speaker and a John Levine accident attorney studios. Phillips Point Towers, downtown West Palm Beach, right off the Intracoastal. Well, the play-in tournament finally delivered last night, Coquel, and in the West at least, kind of attractive in the do-or-die matchup between Steph and John Morant, but Why is Steph taking on John Morant in a do-or-die? Because LeBron did LeBron things, did legend things, did incredible things, and that three he hit with 58 seconds left and the shot clock expiring won the game for the Lakers. 103-100 last night, the Lakers take down the Warriors. He did LeBron things, and that is why in a postseason, you can never, ever, 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 ever bet against LeBron because he does superhuman things. He's amazing. He's incredible. And he is the ultimate neutralizing X factor. It's why Jimmy Butler, it's why we now hold him in such high esteem because he twice, just twice in a seven-game series got the best of LeBron last year in the NBA Finals. That's how hard it is. LeBron puts teams on his back and he makes impossible things happen. And again, last night, it happened. And you heard it here on ESPN 106.3. Under a minute left to go. Shot clock winding down. Tie game at 100. And this is LeBron doing LeBron things. James passes inside to Caldwell Pope with three. Back out to James. Has to trigger a three on its way. And he hits with 58 seconds to go. Mark Kastasher last night here on ESPN 106.3. And that's your game winner. LeBron wins the game with what seemingly Coquel was an impossible three. And I know you're a big-time LeBron guy. It didn't surprise you. I'm sure you fist-pumped at home if you were still awake at that point. Which I was up. About 12.15 Eastern time. Thanks, Western time zone. Again, as we say, everything on TV should be scheduled for the Eastern time. But we'll go ahead and uh, continue our quest as the years go on. But that LeBron three, that's just typical LeBron. That's blueprint LeBron right there. He's incredible. Good. I'm glad you're swinging this way because... I'm letting you know. I'm letting the callers at 888-760-3776. I'm letting them know. This is a LeBron slander free zone. Don't bring it near me. Yeah. I'll be, I will go full Matumbo, and I will swat that out of there so fast. I will not accept LeBron slander. Well, let's listen to LeBron James with Rachel Nichols after the game last night on ESPN. As he described... What in and of itself stood alone is an incredible moment, just an incredibly dramatic LeBron moment, hitting the three, making the three, winning the game, and this is what LeBron afterwards describing that told Rachel Nichols. You know, I put in a lot of work in my game. You know, um, you know, after you know, drape my uh, finger to the eye, I was literally seeing three uh, three rims out there. Um, so I just shot at the middle one, and, uh, and I was able to, uh, with the grace of the man above, I was able to knock it down. So it's not enough that LeBron hit the game-winning three with a hand in his face, fading away from 35 feet, a rainbow that fell through to beat the shot clock and eventually win the game. LeBron always has to put that extra on it. He's always got to weave a tail. And now it's 
I was seeing three rims because Draymond Green poked me in the eye. I overcame so much. I couldn't see. Thanks to the good Lord above, I was seeing three rims. I was blinded. I had no vision. So I just shot at the middle one. And you know what? I'm so excellent. I'm so good. I'm so anointed. I'm such a legend that it just happened to go in. That's what I do. I'm LeBron James. What an eye roll moment that is. It can never just be that I went out there, I performed, and I hit a big shot for my team. There's always got to be a buildup or a side story with LeBron. Whether well, What about the fact that he actually got hit in the eye by Draymond? Okay. Let me come over here. No, let me walk over there and poke you in the eye. Okay. And see how you do the rest of the show. And you, no, no, no. And you know and, what, and you know, no, Not just a light poke. I'm going to shove all my hands full force into your eyeballs. Draymond Green did not do that. He went to block a shot. You think he was going okay. up there daintily yeah, like, but oh, no. He also didn't purposely shove all his fingers. But that's where his fingers went. To me. His hands went in LeBron's you face. You know what I do? You know what I do? I would still do the show. No, and you I wouldn't. Say, You'd be crying. Oh, I see three microphones. Oh, I see three Coquels. And by the way, that's a worst case scenario if I'm seeing three Coquels. Maybe he saw three brims. How about, wow, LeBron, you got poked in the eye. Your one eyeball, you could see no, it was diluted fine. and huge. That's fine. If that's and you a, still drain the no, game winner. That's fine if that's a one-off for LeBron. You sour Heat fans about LeBron. But it's this is all always, this is. Get over it. You're the ex. He dumped you. He moved on. He used you because your daddy had a fast car, and then he moved on to someone better. Your daddy had a fast Are you? Do you live in the 50s? Who uses that term anymore? Pat Riley. That's what Pat Riley said. He said, we have a fast car. He said it in negotiations probably. Okay. But between LeBron with the, my ankle's never going to be the same two weeks ago. Oh, you mean bro, a sprained ankle? Bro, you sprained your ankle. Your ankle's going to be fine. Give it a, a rest in the offseason. Have off you ever season. sprained your ankle? Yes. And, and you went out and played professional basketball after? Never be the same. Never. Coquel. He means for the, till the end of the season. No, he didn't. He said never be he, the same, he Coquel. Meant to, and then the, maybe his ligaments Wait, have that kind are you a spokesperson? Of, maybe his ligaments have that much damage. Are you his press secretary? No, I'm just a realist. A realist? No. You're, I'm not a crybaby Heat fan who's sad, who's sad that LeBron left after he delivered you rings. The play-in tournament is stupid. Yeah, LeBron just putting himself, oh, it's stupid, but fine. All right, I'll, I'll go play in it if I have to. And this whole zero dark 30, putting away the social media during the postseason. I'm so focused. I'm such a warrior. He has such a flair for the dramatic oh, and the soap opera. The I just I just listened to you guys like six months ago. Oh, my God. Jordan, he's got a chip on his shoulder. Look, Jordan was mean to people. Oh, Jordan said he was times, so focused. How many times did Michael like Jordan enough. talk about three rims? How many times? The only time Michael Jordan ever displayed oh, any weakness or talked about ache. any weakness I on the court was the flu game. Okay. I don't want to play basketball anymore. I want to go play baseball because I have gambling debts, allegedly. Oh, yeah. You're you're totally clean when it comes to gambling. Stop being pot calling kettle black. I didn't have guy. to retire from a career because of it, except for being a bookie. You, do me a favor and retire from this one, please. Um, going back to Cleveland, the soap opera. The, I'm doing it for you. I'm doing it for you, Cleveland. I'm doing it for you, yes, Ohio. Yes, did. The primetime special. And then, of course, ripping the jersey off after walking off the floor in Boston 2010. The signifying uh, move to, to tell everybody he's not coming back to the Cavs. LeBron James what would you is, have, What would you have done? Hold on a second. Walk to the locker room. You're leaving out all these, these pieces the in it. Yeah, if Delonte West was doing what Delonte West was doing to your mom, and then all your teammates knew about it. Okay, that's never been proven. And it you're has just, been. You're because, just throwing nonsense No, it's out not, there. because I have a very close relationship with an NBA agent who's in that circle who has told me that it's true. Get him on the show and have him put it on the record. He's not going to. Oh, okay, cool. So then we'll just take so, you know, you We'll just go by you being a crybaby Heat fan, so that must be true. Well, get out of here. No, it, it You're is. You're a crybaby Heat fan who grew up liking Jordan, who is the biggest crybaby drama center of all. I'm mad at everybody. Look at me. I punch my teammates. I'm so competitive. I got cut from varsity basketball, even though I was really just in ninth grade and made JV. Like, we've, we do these storylines with everyone, but the minute it's LeBron, everything's taken out of context. No, no, nothing. Not all of these things happen. Nothing is taken out of context. He got poked in the okay. eye, and you're acting like he made it up. No, I watched I him get poked that, in the eye. But, but the unsolicited. I was seeing three rims, and thanks to the Lord above, and I'm, I'm so great. He was I thanking the, the fans in the upper deck, the little people, because LeBron is a man of the people. LeBron, he said, "I thank the man above," and I guarantee there was a man in the top row. I bet you. Okay, LeBron James 
We know he is full of dramatic moments. We know that he's great, one of the great greatest moments. of all times. We know the that greatest. he does memorable things. The most memorable. But Jesus, there is no more, no bigger of an actor, no bigger of a soap opera star, no bigger of a uh, narrative weaver to enhance his own legend than LeBron James. We've never, ever, ever seen it before. Not like this. I was so hurt. Or Steph Curry, the MVP, just setting the stage so he can say now that, oh, I wasn't 100% with my ankle that's never going to heal, and I beat the MVP in a game that we needed to have. LeBron James. Oh, my God. LeBron James. Is he more a creator of dramatic moments or more just a flat-out creator of drama? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. LeBron James, more a creator of dramatic moments or more a creator of just flat-out drama? 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at the show, at ESPN West Palm. Coquel, both can be true. And I'm the one being rational here. That he does really? great You're, things. Him admitting that is, Steph Curry is the MVP, which... Everyone is doing. Everyone in basketball. No, no, no. And he's not even going to win the MVP. Nikola Jokic is going to win the MVP. But everyone no, is saying everyone's not, they're everyone, not. They're everyone's, not. They're not. You're right. You're, you're right. making analysts, that up. Every, analysts everywhere aren't saying Steph Curry had the best okay, season. Okay, but that's not everyone. You're you're making things so up. So LeBron Coquel. is doing what the majority is doing. Sorry that not every single person is doing The majority's not even doing that. Yes, LeBron's are. not the majority. Stop. Yes, they you know, are. No, no, no. Steph Don't Curry. Don't just make if things you, if, up. If you just ask that guy walking by the studio who was the MVP this year, he'd say Steph Curry. Okay, you're, and that's what LeBron was doing. He's saying are, this guy's great. He's one uh, of the greatest of all time. You are he knows what LeBron did. He knows what Steph Curry went through because he took bums in Cleveland for a long time. Mm. He took bums to the finals. He won a finals with them. Huh? Yeah, Steph, Kyrie, Kyrie's a bum. You're right. Steph Kyrie's a nut job. He kept Kyrie in line. Steph Curry. He also won game. Uh, he hit one shot. Awesome. He won game Steph, seven. Form. Steph Curry had to carry bums into this playoffs, and LeBron respects what he did. Okay. LeBron James, is he more a creator of dramatic moments or more a creator of flat-out drama? Do you roll your eyes when you hear him talk and discuss three rims and, oh, my ankle's never going to be the same? Or do you think that that enhances his legacy? Do you think that that enhances what he actually is? Has he actually built his narrative? Is he more a creator of dramatic moments or more a creator of just drama? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Coquel, this is where I am going to give LeBron some credit here, okay? One, I mean, obviously. Oh, how nice of you to he's give one the greatest, of the greatest player players, of all time. One of right. the greatest players of all time. But also. See those passes? There I is never saw Jordan make no one. There is no one. Yeah, as he was beating the all-living hell out of the Knicks. All right. Um. Oh, he beat John Starks. Awesome. Oh, now you're going to undercut. Oh, oh now you're going to undercut. He beat Charles Pat- Oakley. You're, awesome. Now, oh, now, so now Knicks- LeBron had to take on the greatest oh team put together ever in the Warriors. Knicks fan. Knicks fan. Oh, he beat Knicks Derek Harper? Fan, Chris Coquel is going to sit here and undercut the Knicks team that he holds as the standard. You haven't mentioned Patrick Ewing yet. Mention Patrick Ewing. Do it. Do it. Mention how he lit up Patrick Ewing. Do it. Say it. Ewing was scared of him. He beat him in college, too. Big brother moment on him. I don't count that. That's it. So they had one star. In this John day Starks age, was bagging groceries like four years earlier. In this day and age, it is so hard for a person, because of social media, to build their own narrative, to tell their own story. Because, I mean, Coquel and I are just part of a wide universe of talkers who are going to discuss LeBron, all of his intricacies, all of his on-court things, all of his off-court things. But, Coquel, let's be honest, there's a lot of sports talk shows like us. Like, it, 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 it is a sports talk radio is massive. Everybody has a blog. Everybody has a podcast. Uh, not to mention newspapers still barely hanging on to existence. Like, there is a lot of media, more media than ever before, more opinions than ever before. It is so hard to build your own legend, build your own story, tell your own tale, and LeBron does it. And I respect the all-living hell out of that because he knows how to tell a story. He knows how to make sure that he is pushing how great he is, how much he has overcome, how many hills he has to climb in order to achieve greatness, and then subsequently how great he is. Which he did his whole entire life has been that climb. He tells his story and 
He creates storylines for himself and fake challenges for himself to overcome to then continue to tell the story better than any athlete I've ever seen. I I think you sat here in this studio and I get it. You're in the big boy chair now. You were in the other chair last time you did it. You sat here in this studio saying how Jordan created had to create all those chips on his shoulder. And Jordan found things that motivate him to did win. He, did he run to the Chicago Sun-Times or run to the Chicago Tribune or ESPN to tell him? How do you think they found out? After his career was over? Well, people knew about it then. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. People didn't know about Jordan's chip in his shoulder and his behavior in practice. Were you under a rock? Coquel, those things leaked out. He didn't sit there and tell Rachel Nichols about these things. He had because re- reporting was different. It wasn't there was no social okay. media. Okay. You actually just sat and talked to a okay. reporter, and, and the reporter would report things without necessarily saying it came I don't, from I, you. I honestly don't see your point here. Um, but now, it, every athlete who's great creates chip on their chips on their shoulder. Okay, except but for Trevor this Lawrence. This has nothing to do with chips on shoulder. This has nothing to do with that. You're you're taking something and and going a completely different direction. This has to be with LeBron telling his his story of how he overcame adversity. There was nothing here where he's saying, oh, the Warriors pissed me off, and uh, there's a chip on my shoulder. No, it was, I saw three rims, or, and I just shot it at the middle I'm gonna one. I'm going to say something, I'm gonna, something really crazy. Ready, oh, Ken? shocking. Ready? It's, you've been pretty rational all Something day crazy. He got poked in the eye, and he saw, and his vision was blurry. Okay. okay. And that's how people describe it. You've never heard a boxer say that? Punch the one in the middle? Okay. You've never heard that in fighting? Why don't you come back into home team three to five, sit down and ask Dean Thomas, UFC okay. analyst. Okay. Ask him about punching one in the middle. Okay. Okay. Do I, that. I will. So, so, and if he says, yeah, that's a the thing, then what? Because maybe that's what happened to LeBron. Coquel, maybe he was just telling the truth. Coquel clearly isn't thinking rationally because anything LeBron triggers him into just an ultimate universe No, I'm universe just tired of, of the South Florida crybabies mad that LeBron left. By the way, LeBron, uh, you can still call the Palm Beach Post, Sun Sentinel, Miami Herald, and leave a thank you for the first or time. Or Miami Heat, you could... Send LeBron a thank you. They 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 did it without him. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Or tweet at the show, at ESPN West Palm. LeBron James, does he create more dramatic moments or just create more drama? Period. Is he the basketball version of Susan Lucci? Is he a walking, talking, dunking, three-point hitting soap opera? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. When we return, Tony LaRussa is fighting a battle that he is going to lose. And fighting a battle, no matter how many people like Evan Cohen want to defend him, that makes him look worse and worse and worse. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. James passes inside to Caldwell Pope with three. Back out to James, has to trigger a three on its way, and he hits with 58 seconds to go. Hey, that guy sounded familiar. PGA Championship leaderboard, uh, Keegan Bradley, the Jupiter resident at three under par. He is tied for the lead with Henrik Stenson, Tom Lewis, and the defending PGA Championship winner, Colin Morikawa. Four-way tie atop the leaderboard at Kiowa Island. That your PGA Championship leaderboard. More Ken Levick Alive with Coquel in like seconds. You are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 1063. Call the show now at 888-760-3776. Yeah. 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 Jeanette Javier, who you hear with Evan Cohen every day. Commercial free, 5 to 6 here on ESPN 106.3. She just tweeted at us, what's a Susan Lucci? Boy, is there a generation gap here at ESPN 106.3. I don't understand, Jeanette. She's not that much younger than you, and I'm not going to give away ages because that's rude. No, she's like a handful of years younger than me. You're like, she's exactly six years under than me, and I'm 36. Um, <laughs> uh, how does she seem like she's like 20, though, with her references? I don't, like, there's, are you really old for your age, or is she really young? Is it both? I have no idea. I just know that Susan Lucci, I mean, Susan Lucci, a childhood crush of mine. Was Susan Lucci a childhood crush of yours if you're 30 or older? 888 760 
Real quick, before we talk about Tony LaRussa here, when I moved down to South Florida, my plan was going to be to go to fi- uh, to Palm Beach and find an older woman and just shack up and Cougar. reap the benefits. Is yeah, that not a bad straight- no, 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 no. That's still a word we're allowed to use, right? It's not like yeah, some no, 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 I don't think it's been canceled. Right. Right. Um, uh, but that was my, because of Susan Lucci, because of my childhood crush on a much older Susan Lucci. And Jeanette, she's from All My Children. She's the most famous soap opera actress of all time. Um, and the longest tenured, by the way, as well. But it was Susan Lucci, my crush on her, that made me realize, hey, older women are where it's at. Okay? So... Susan Lucci was an inspiration to me, except that my 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 quest never came to be uh, because I came down here and uh, the Palm Beach sophisticated woman was way too intimidating for me. No way, not happening. So the male version of a um, cougar is like a gold, gold digger. I mean, a uh, sugar daddy. Yeah. What is, all right, I yeah. keep trying to tell my wife to find one of those. <laughs> Just trust me on this. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. LeBron James, more a creator of dramatic moments or more of a creator of drama? And Tony La Russa, I think it's pretty clear now he has lost that White Sox clubhouse. And any defense of him about, oh, your mean Mercedes uh, on on Monday night, he he missed, he missed, he, he ignored his sign. You don't ignore your boss. No, 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 this isn't about that for Tony La Russa. There's a grudge here, and there is a massive problematic generation gap. We'll get to that in just a moment. Brad is in Hope Sound. Brad, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Brad? You were asking about Susan Lucci? Yeah. I think the bigger question is how you became a fan. Uh, she's a soap opera actress. Yeah, correct? so so Brad, here's what happened. Okay, so my my mom actually um, she did the whole General Hospital All My Children uh, View Fest each afternoon. So when I was home from school during summers, like one of my most vivid memories is sitting in the kitchen by the TV and watching All My Children in General Hospital. So I was legit. I was legit. Um, uh, raised on that railroading, yeah, railroaded into it, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, trust me, I'm not. I wasn't at age 25, like sitting down saying, "Oh, can't miss all my children." No, 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 no. This was like one of those things you just get exposed to. By the way, first of all, what is this? Was your crutch? I just googled Susan Lucci at age 71. I know, Woo! I know, right? Woo! I know, I know. She still got it. Brad, it looks like she it. has great acting ability. That's the only thing I judge. Susan Lucci. Susan Lucci is a beautiful human being. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Uh, so we talked a lot about Tony La Russa yesterday. An awful lot about Tony La Russa. And uh, Evan Cohen. White Sox manager. Yes, White Sox manager uh, in beef with your mean Mercedes, the White Sox best player uh, from Mercedes, in case you just need a little Cliff Notes version, uh, against the Twins a couple of nights ago in a 15-4 to game, Mercedes facing a catcher who was pitching because the White Sox had beaten the Oliving hell out of them, facing a 3-0 count. The catcher threw a 47-mile-an-hour pitch, and your mean Mercedes crushed it 430 feet. Uh, so uh, your mean Mercedes ignored a take sign from Tony La Russa, uh, but now Tony La Russa is in a battle about unwritten rules. Yesterday, Evan uh, was talking about Evan Cohen, 5 o'clock, commercial free, here on ESPN 106.3, was discussing that you don't disobey your boss, and it's just strategy. It's strategy to take on 3-0. That's what you do. It's what you learn in baseball. This is what that sounded like yesterday. I think the lines have been blurred relative to strategy and fun. My focus is strategy. I think baseball strategy applies regardless of culture. I think baseball fun does not. I think Latino players have more fun than American players. I think if you have a Japanese player, a Chinese player, a Korean player, a Latino player, an American player, I think strategy of baseball applies all across the board. I'd be hard-pressed to find one baseball coach in this area, one Major League Baseball manager that would say that it is strategy to take on 3-0 and up 11 in the ninth inning facing a position player on the mound. If this was a one or a two-run game in Minneapolis with the Twins and the White Sox the other night, sure, you take on 3-0. I played a lot of baseball, a lot of Little League baseball. Yes, I was taught to take on 3-0. and But there is no strategy 
that dictates up 11 and you're a rookie and you're the batting leader in the majors facing a position player on the mound who's going to throw you a 47-mile-an-hour meatball. That's not strategy to take on 3-0. and And it's not disrespectful to swing on 3-0 and because, again, you know what's disrespectful, and we talked about this yesterday. It's putting a position player on the mound and quitting in a game. That's what's disrespectful. And you want to know why I know that this isn't about for Tony La Russa, your mean Mercedes, ignoring the take sign? Want to know how I know that? It's because Tony La Russa is continuing to pick fights with his players, his clubhouse, about unwritten rules. And let's keep in mind, this is the best team in the game right now, the best team in the sport. This is an exciting Mostly Hispanic clubhouse. Tony La Russa, 76 years old, clearly does not believe in what his clubhouse believes. And again, it's not about ignoring signs. So you can keep saying, oh, your mean Mercedes deserve to be punished. Tony La Russa is in the right because he was ignored by your mean Mercedes. But that's not about, this isn't what this is about for La Russa because Lance Lynn, who is a veteran, who previously played for Tony La Russa in St. Louis, White Sox ace, came out and said, there are no rules when position players are pitching. The more I play this game, the more those unwritten rules have gone away. Tony La Russa didn't have to respond to that, but he did. And he told media yesterday, Lance Lynn has a locker. I have an office. I don't agree. He's picking fights with his players over dated, unwritten baseball rules. Power struggle is what's happening. That is exactly what is happening. Lucas Giolito... Pitched a no-hitter last year for the White Sox. By the way, we've had about 17 no-hitters in 17 days in Major League Baseball. But Giolito yesterday, and this is a, to me, this is a direct shot at Tony La Russa. He said, quote, no negativity here. We all support your mean Mercedes. We love home runs here. That's it. We're moving on. I mean, that's pretty pointed stuff, right, from a name in that White Sox clubhouse. But then there's Facebook Live your mean Mercedes is the White Sox. We're in a great mood after winning yesterday. About to fly to New York to start a series with the Yankees. They're on the plane. Tim Anderson, who is arguably the face of that White Sox team, bat-flipping, exuberant Tim Anderson, was on your mean Mercedes Facebook Live. And listen to this. Hey, keep swinging 3-0. <laughs> hey, keep swinging at 3-0. And then they have a <laughs> and then they have a good laugh about it. You're right. This is a power struggle, Coquel. And it's become clear that it's the entire White Sox clubhouse versus Tony LaRussa. So again, this is not about disobeying the boss. And man, Coquel and I went at it over hypotheticals yesterday. And Evan talked about it a lot yesterday. You don't disobey your boss. You don't disobey your boss. But I, how about I agree with him there. But how about it starts with your boss actually being in touch with what they're in charge of? That's my point. Is that if something is irrational, you have every right to question it. Tony La Russa, by the way, went into this season when he was asked about being 76 years old and stepping into that young and primarily Hispanic clubhouse. And he said, I'm going to sit down with the likes of Jose Abreu and Tim Anderson and listen and learn. How's that going? How's that going? And does this possibly work in the White Sox favor? Is an us against our manager approach a winning approach? Can that actually be something that succeeds? It can, but there is the it's a line, it's a dangerous game to play. You know what I mean? Like there's a line where it's great when it's working, but that little slip off, it's like you're like what it's like tight roping along a cliff because that slip up, now the whole team, they're already their brains are already trained to be saying we're going against you. Yeah. So once it goes too far, there's no reeling them back in. And I'm not out of line by saying that he's lost the clubhouse right now, right? Like between what he did initially with your mean Mercedes to then basically uh, brushing off the twins throwing at him the other night to then picking fights with Lance Lynn. Like he's lost the clubhouse, right? 100%. That's the reason why players are putting things like Tim Anderson. That's not a 
an accident Tim Anderson said that on the Facebook no, Live. No, he knows what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. He lost the clubhouse when instead of saying, hey, you di- you disobeyed me, I'm sitting you, which is the right thing to do, and then yeah. not even giving a real reason to the press. Instead, he, he lost the clubhouse when he went out of the clubhouse and said, hey, other old white guys that are covering me in the media, listen to this. Listen to what these guys are doing. That's basically what it felt like. Uh, That's what it felt like. It felt like he was telling, I need to find peers who agree with me. Let me run to the media so they can sell my storyline. Is, is Tony La Russa just completely in over his head now? Is he completely in over his head? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Is there any way he gets this clubhouse back? Is there any way? And yes, it's still early in the season, but is there any way he can get this clubhouse back? 888-760-3776. Bob's in Port St. Lucie. Hey, Bob. Hey, guys. Um, when Tony LaRusa managed the Cardinals... <laughs> I was watching a, I believe it was a Braves game, and the Cardinal pitcher was batting ace. And I had never heard of a pitcher batting someplace yeah. other than ninth. Right, right, right. Until Tony LaRussa came along. He sounds like one of these guys that breaks the rules, written, unwritten, or otherwise. Yeah, yeah. It's Bob. It seems like it's a matter of convenience where he's picking his arguments. Where he's just digging in deep because his players don't agree with him, and he can't get them to listen. So he's just going to keep trying to grasp for straws and people to follow along with him. And, and Bob, I appreciate the call. I think though there is a delineation between um, uh, doing something unconventional and breaking an unwritten rule, like pitching the or hitting the the pitcher eighth. That's unconventional. That's not an unwritten. No, rule. I, I'm saying more of. When he came out and said first that they were going to handle it, then when he basically was told, yeah. you could tell he was told by the media because he said, oh, I was told he said that's the way he plays. Right. Like So there right. was those conversations. Then he decided to come out and say, I'm cool with the Twins hitting him. Yeah. Like I feel like he's just trying to one-up and win the power back, and it's just not, not going to work. You, um, can't, he's, you can't keep going higher and higher because, again, it's a higher cliff to fall off of. It, it certainly kind of feels like right now the clubhouse has the power in this, and the clubhouse is winning this power struggle with Tony LaRussa. Um, by the way, CC Sabathia yesterday, oh boy, uh, and he said it even better. Uh, actually, a long, lot long time pitcher, long time, uh, probably going to be a Hall star, of Famer. I, think, I would think. I maybe, maybe he had a great career. He did. A, a, and a, those Brewers years when he just put oh, them yeah, on his back, like, that's Hall of Fame worthy well, itself. I mean, the Indians years were even more dominant for CC yep. Sabathia, and then obviously went on uh, to to play for the Cleveland Yankees. baseball team. Thank you. <laughs> um, but he's on the R two C two podcast, oh. and this. Is, uh, Ryan Rucco uh, hosts that podcast with him. Um, but this was CC Sabathia on Tony LaRusa. This is what I was telling you when they hired him. Like, he's just so out of touch with the game. And most people are, cuz. Like, Tony LaRusa's out of touch with the game, cuz. He should not be managing one of the best teams in the American League, period. The fact that Tim Anderson, the, basically the captain of their team, had to go on Instagram and step up for his teammate. Like, yeah, the game wasn't over. If you're going to put a position player in there to pitch, guess what? If he's going to lob over the plate, we can going to Put a 10-run rule up there, cuz. If y'all don't want to see people get embarrassed and you don't want to see position players pitch and people swing on 3-0 counts and all that, then make it a 10-run rule so the game will be over and you don't have these stupid-ass unwritten rules. And now you got a rookie that's basically been carrying your team this whole these last First six weeks of the season, this guy's been carrying you. Hmm. I think uh, CC and I are are on the same page. He just said it a little more forcefully than I did, and he's so much cooler than you because he oh can get a, he can get away with saying "cuz." And, and like, if I tried to say "cuz" or you tried <laughs> to say "cuz," or really anyone who works yeah. for the station, that's a big no. Yeah, you just can't do it. That it's like, not it's like happening. if I tried to be from New York, all of a sudden I was like, you know what I'm saying, son? Like. You have to be a certain person to be able yep. to pull those words off. Uh, and I, I've seen the point, too, and uh, we're, we're a, a little late, but Evan tried to make this point yesterday, and I've seen this on social media as well. Oh, well, it's clearly working. Tony of the Roos is the manager. Look at the White Sox record, 26-16. and 16. <laughs> Last year, through 42 games, the White Sox with Rick Renneria as manager had the exact same record. So let's calm down on the greatness of Tony Larusa, does he survive the year quickly, Coquel? Does he survive the year? Is he in October the manager of the White Sox? 
A guy with less of a resume? No, but I think he might. I tend to agree with you on that, but it is going to be butting Although, heads all year he's long. He's also got enough of a resume where he can just walk away himself. Because he just might be like, I don't want to deal with these guys anymore. But the thing is, he's not seeing anything that's on social media because I'm sure he doesn't know how to work a phone. Mm. 76 years old. There's no way he has an Instagram account. I think 76-year-olds can work phones, Ken. That's very rude. Okay, you're Some right. Some of our callers sound like they're uh, yeah, no, high school right. with you're them. Right. And, uh, right. Let's, let's right. back down from that, okay, cuz? I should have kept that to social media. Do not stuck this cuz thing. Hey, Stormhouse Brewing in North Palm Beach opens Today, Get it's there, the cause. grand opening today. They have several uh, in-house brewed craft beers, not to mention a full food menu, a craft brewery with a food menu. Why did it take so long for this to come to fruition? But it's here. Have no fear. North Palm Beach. Have a beer. Just <laughs> half mile south of PGA Boulevard uh, off of uh, US 1. You can't miss it in the Crystal Cove Commons. It is Stormhouse Brewing. The grand opening is today. Yesterday, we fully enjoyed the bratwurst they brought over the pierogies they brought over the crab cakes that they brought over and coquel is going and getting a coffee stout next week again because he loves that they need to come back and they need to bring that billy rose blonde ale because i i love the coffee stout but I, that's what i want next i want the billy rose blonde ale coquel, let's go coquel and i during next the week show are, uh, are lunching it after oh, no, like during the, the show sh- oh during the show is that allowed i don't think so oh, well so Stormhouse we'll, says it can that i'm gonna do it because <laughs> i do whatever they want we'll uh we'll we'll definitely pop by though next week for lunch go go check out stormhouse brewing grand opening today again north palm beach just a half mile south of pga boulevard on us1 in the crystal cove commons he's coquel i'm ken lavica hey guess who signed with the jaguars we're live on espn 106.3 spend your lunch with ken by calling 888-760-3776 it's ken lavica live here's ken lavica and chris coquel I have uh, received a note from ESPN West Palm Management in response to something that I said last segment where I said Tony La Russa wouldn't see any of his White Sox player criticisms on social media because at 76 years old, he doesn't know how to use a phone. I'm reading this directly from management at ESPN West Palm. I'd like to formally apologize for any insinuation that senior citizens are unable to work modern technology, especially modern marvels like cellular phones. I formerly apologize. That is a statement directly from ESPN West Palm Management. Hopefully we can move forward and grow from it. I, I'm going to learn from this transgression. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel here on ESPN 106.3. Hey, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars have a new tight end. Who could it be? You'll find out after I tell you to subscribe to the Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel podcast. And that is what they call in the business a tease. Woo! Get it wherever you get your favorite Who's podcast. <laughs> I can't wait! Subscribe to the podcast. Rate the podcast. Bring it in on a one-year contract. It's the Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel podcast. By the way, the number one podcast at ESPN 106.3. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, get it right to your damn phone every day. Why wouldn't you do it? Yeah, if you want us on the air, subscribe, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little bit, little bit more. Come on. Be helpful. Yeah, yeah. Subscribe. You can delete it after. More, don't, more, don't more. Don't even listen. <laughs> don't listen. Just subscribe. Uh, and su- subscribe on your boyfriend's phone or your girlfriend's phone. Subscribe in your kids' phones. We get don't, them out there. We don't care if it's dirty. We just need the subscription. Honestly, the okay. elderly people that we understand now know how to use their mm-hmm. phones. We would love for you to subscribe, too. And again, this is a big part of our learning process. Now that we understand that senior citizens know how to use phones, this has opened up a whole new world for us. Um, so it was back on May the 12th when uh, the news broke that uh, Tim Tebow was going to sign with the Jacksonville Jaguars. That... The Jags were on their way towards signing uh, Tim Tebow, who is going to convert to tight end, hasn't been in the league in eight, nine seasons, former disgraced quarterback, but beloved Florida Gator Heisman Trophy winner. I thought it was a certainty he was going to be signed. 
There was some pushback, particularly from Josh Cohen, Josh Cohen of the home team, weekdays at 3 here in ESPN 106.3, who, who said no, they're not even going to sign him. And this is what Coquel and I discussed. We're going to be the, If he did not sign, this is the terms of what I had to do. But in the, the small chance that he does not sign with the Jaguars, I will, on this show, recite dramatically and with passion Tim Tebow's post-game speech, his famous post-game speech after they lost to Ole Miss, and his famous halftime speech as well. I will do both dramatically and with passion as an ode to Tim Tebow. You have to be in your boxers when you do it. No, that's weird. Doing. No, no, I, I don't know why we would. I mean, we could. Oh, no, you could weird. run through the rain. No, we're not. Am I going the wrong direction in all this? Yeah, you, what, what is happening here? What are you doing? When did he run in the rain? He, oh, the Jets. Oh, oh, oh. He jogged through the rain. He took his shirt off and decided to slowly. He did it like Baywatch style, too. He all right, slowly fine. jogged You know what I'll rain. do? I will recreate that. I'll recreate that on a day that it, it rains. And if it doesn't rain, I get to throw water at you. <laughs> all right. All right, fine, fine. Well, Fortunately for everybody involved, I am not going to be passionately reciting any speech, nor am I going to have Coquel throwing buckets of water on me while I run shirtless outside of ESPN West Palm's studios. Because the Jacksonville Jaguars have officially signed tight end Tim Tebow as of today. So Urban Myers, oh, 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 he just showed up and the coach, he said, hey, can I have a trot? And we sent some coaches out, but I wasn't there. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. It was all garbage. They were going to sign him this entire time. Well, I don't know how I know why they were going to sign him this entire time. Coquel, I want to direct you to the internet. Okay? I want to direct you to Jaguars.com, the official website of the NFL's Jacksonville Jaguars. And guess what is on the front page? Guess what's on the front page of JacksonvilleJaguars.com? A link to buy the brand new Ocho Tim, Cinco. Nope, the Tim Tebow. The jersey. Ocho Cinco. He's 85. Is he 85? Yeah, he's going to be wearing 85. Wow, he is the new Ocho Cinco. They wanted to prove a point that, hey, he's a tight end, so they gave him 85. How soon before they release Gardner Minshew so he can get 15? Oh, I didn't even think of that. He's still on the team. He sure is. Talk about a sideshow. They need to release him now. So, I can't. He's, he may be my least favorite player in football. It's so funny. Those who said they're not even going to sign him. They're not even going to sign him. It's such a bad idea for Urban Meyer to sign him. They clearly were going to sign him because they had that graphic ready to go to sell Tim Tebow jerseys. And also, too, as Pro Football Talk pointed out, for those who want to say that, oh, he's the 90th player on the roster and he has no shot to make the team. Right after the conclusion of the draft, the Jags announced that they had come to terms with six undrafted free agents. It just had their names, positions, heights, weights, colleges, and no other information on the press release. Tim Tebow in the press release, again, a guy who hasn't played in nine years, a guy who's playing a completely different position, a guy who's the the 90th man on the roster, he's not going to make the team. They have quotes from Tebow. They have full bios from Tebow. They have um, a listing of his marriage and when they got married. I'm telling you, there is not a chance in hell Tim Tebow isn't on the Week 1 Jaguars roster. You don't put together a bio fit for a big-name free agent for the 90th guy on the roster. I'm sorry. And they're selling his jersey right now. I might start crying. Tim Tebow is going to be a Jaguar week one. I might start crying. The American dream has been fulfilled. (laughs) From a small town in Makati, Philippines, Tim (laughs) Tebow. Stop saying that. He's not from the Philippines. Where was he He born? He may have grown up in the Philippines. And he made made his way to America (laughs) with a dream (laughs) to play football. With a dream to succeed in baseball. With a dream... The small little boy from Makati, Philippines, had a dream to be a broadcaster. The small town boy, Tim Tebow, from Makati, Philippines. I tell you he what. He had a dream to come back to football. And you know what he did, Ken? He scratched and he clawed until he lived that American dream. Yeah, he had to scratch and claw because he couldn't throw. Bless you, Tim Tebow. Bless you. You weave as good a tale about Tebow as LeBron does about himself. I hate you. <laughs> LeBron, uh, Tim From a Tebow. small town in Akron <laughs> and a right, single right, mother. Tim Tebow, 
They're already selling his jersey. Again, the 90th man on Small the town roster. In Ak- Akron. The, the tight end who hasn't played in nine years. Tim Tebow, they're selling his jersey, front page, jaguars.com, and they did a full-fledged major free agent bio for him. Tim Tebow, is he going to be on the Jaguars roster week one? I say unequivocally, hell yes. There's no way that they're not going to have him on this roster. There's no way that Papa Herb doesn't have him on the week 153. 888-760-3776. 888-760. 3776. Now that we see the grand red carpet rollout for Tim Tebow, is he going to be on the Jaguars week one? I think the only thing that can hurt Tebow is if they sell out of jerseys too fast. Because <laughs> then they'll have made their money, and if the if the stadium is full for the next two years, full of already pre-purchased season tickets, then they make rid of them. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's capitalism, man. That's how it works. And that's why Tebow wanted to come here to America to achieve the capitalist dream that he's achieving now. <laughs> Tim Tebow, is he going to be on the Jaguars roster week one because they're selling his jersey on the front page of Jaguars.com and they gave him a full-fledged press release bio befitting of a major free agent quarterback. 888-760-3776. My little Filipino boy. 3776. Oh, man, I, you have been so annoying today. And tweeted the show at ESPN West Palm. The FAU NBA Sport Management Program Speaking of realizing dreams like Coquel's young Filipino boy, Tim Tebow, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, that is how you fulfill your dream of working in the sports industry. All you have to do is go to fau.edu slash MBA sport, fau.edu slash MBA sport, and you're going to find out about their summer semester courses, either in person, Boca Campus, or remote. Same thing, fall semester, but the proof is in the pudding there at the FAU MBA Sport Management Program as I use an old-timey term that I'm not sure I've ever used before. Dr. Jim Reardon for 21 years has put the proof in the pudding and he has uh, given people first-hand knowledge of the sports industry, taught by people in the sports industry, and they have used that to realize their dreams. Professional sports, college athletics, local sports, Palm Beach County Sports Commission, FAU, just to name a small fraction of what his MBA recipients have done. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Blake in West Palm. Hey, Blake, you're on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, how you doing? Good. Yeah, so um, I, I think Tim Tebow will be on the roster. No doubt. I think if they're already selling his jersey, I think they're using it as a big promotion thing, Blake, to be honest. Are you, are you a, a Jaguars guy or a, uh, a Tebow guy by any chance? Yeah, I'm actually a Jaguars fan, to be honest. All right, so why you you how have do you to buy, feel about this? Yeah, are you going to buy a Tebow jersey? No, I think I, I'm definitely going to put my money into a Trevor Lawrence jersey instead. How dare you? How, that's not loyal yeah. to the Jaguars. What about when Trevor Lawrence can't win and they need a miracle and oh. old number 85 comes running <laughs> the out? Pride of the Philippines. Hey. If 85 can break some miracles to Jacksonville, we need it, so uh, I wouldn't complain. Blake, if- Blake, I'm telling <laughs> you, it's already in. starting. The magic! The, the Tebow worms have already gotten into your brain. I See, this is what happens, Blake. Appreciate the call. I think, I think the real question is, is Tim Tebow going to be starting week one? That's oh, the real see, question. There it is. And then what position? It. Blake went for That's the-, the question we need to be asking Man, here. Blake, it took you two minutes to go to full-fledged Tebow zombie mode. That was super impressive. Two-way player. He's going to play defense, too. <laughs> Uh, is Tim Tebow going to be on the roster week one? Blake, Jaguars fan, went from uh, I'm not Jaguars a, insider. He's not getting a Tebow jersey to, is he going to start? Is he going to start at quarterback? In fact, is he going to lead them to the postseason? I mean, we just had a Jaguar insider come on. I mean, he's been inside. And he said that Tebow's going to be a starter. Tebow's starting. <laughs> oh, it's happening. It's happening again. Is Tim Tebow going to be a starter week one? They signed him. Hasn't played football in nine years. He's a tight end, and now they're selling his jersey. Front page Jaguars.com, and they gave him basically a scroll of a press release. 888-760-3776. Tebow, Jacksonville, week one. Is it happening? He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Exclusive coverage of the PGA Championship on ESPN 106.3 is brought to you by PNC Bank, Trustbridge, Kaiser University, South Florida Ford, and Cleveland Clinic, Florida. 
It's the 103rd PGA Championship from Kiowa Island. Not the 103rd at Kiowa Island, but the 103rd PGA Championship, period. Martin Laird is your leader at four under. He's through 16 today. Jupiter's Keegan Bradley just one shot back, and there is Jupiter and Cardinal Newman grad Brooks Kepka just two shots off the pace at two under. He is right alongside Colin Morikawa, the defending PGA champion. Leaderboard updates throughout the weekend and live coverage this weekend. PGA Championship on ESPN 106.3. Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken LaVica and Chris Coquel. How are those PGA Championship leaderboard reports, Kokel? Was that good? Was it clean? Was it concise? Was it informative? We're going to go over them after the show. <laughs> Got some oh, yeah. things to work on. You weren't, you weren't overly impressed with that? Uh, so Tim Tebow is going to be a Jacksonville Jaguar. They signed him. Tony LaRusso, nobody in his White Sox clubhouse likes him anymore. And LeBron James, that man is a complete soap opera star. But I want to give I want to give you credit, and and I say you you're basically just sort of like LeBron James spokesperson for this show. That man weaves a narrative about himself better than anybody I have ever seen in the history of sports. It is incredible because he doesn't rely on other people to do it for him. He finds the nearest microphone or the nearest camera and tells his story. I saw three rims. My ankle's never going to be the same. I'm going up in the play-in tournament against the MVP of the league. I'm going back to Cleveland to win a championship for my people that I turned my back on four years prior. I'm going to have a primetime special to announce I'm leaving my people. It's incredible. It truly is incredible. Much respect to him. But he truly is the Susan Lucci of basketball. And if you don't know who Susan Lucci is, like Jeanette Javier of Evan Cohen, she didn't know, Google it and Google her. Ken LeVick Alive, a reminder to subscribe to the podcast. You get it wherever you get your podcast. Listen to it and embrace it as one of your own. And you don't even have to feed it. Every single day, we have it up for you. Ken LeVick Alive podcast featuring Coquel. And uh, it's going to be there in all its glory. Hey, a reminder before we wrap up, and we'll be back tomorrow. Stormhouse Brewing, they're open. Today's the grand opening Craft Brewery with a full food menu and huge TVs inside and outdoor seating. The Panthers game will be on. It's confirmed. Panthers game, Eastern Conference play-in tournament finale, all there at Stormhouse Brewing just south PGA of PGA, a PGA Championship as well. Just south of PGA Boulevard on US 1, North Palm Beach, Crystal Cove Commons. Congratulations, guys. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levicka. We've been live on ESPN 106.3. Bye-bye. James passes inside to Caldwell Pope with three. Back out to James. Has to trigger a three on its way. And he hits with 58 seconds to go.